Chapter Four of Tilda Jane's Orphans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Tilda Jane's Orphans by Marshall Saunders. Chapter Four The Arrival of Milkweed tilda jane stood watching her huge orphan who was out in the woodhouse splitting kindling wood the orphan was having considerable trouble with poacher and the half-blind gippie who were circling about her getting persistently in the way of the hatchet with which she was giving powerful strokes to the sticks of wood she favors dogs and she's good to grandpa murmured tilda jane that's about a hundredweight off my mind then she said aloud perletta hey exclaimed the big girl turning round you needn't chop up those boxes mr hank said he would split the kindling it's not fit work for women he says go long remarked perletta i'm worth more than him any day hank's as fat as a settled minister but he ain't brawny you better not let him hear you call him hank said the little girl he'd be angry he'll not get mad about nothing said perletta cunningly not now he's too set up about that mare comin and how can he split wood when he's out in the barn all the time a fixin up that box stall tilda jane beamed all over she was almost as pleased as hank was with their new acquisition how does it be about that mare inquired perletta curiously seems like as you had her afore i never had her mr hank owned her when he was in the creamery business then he had to sell her and go into the mill and what is it he names her pursued perletta milkweed what's that for a name she's got little tricksy splashes of white all over her said tilda jane and i believe she was named milkweed partly owing to that and partly owing to the milk trade he was in hark don't i hear the sleigh bells now he has to come with her this afternoon when his work at the mill was over and snatching an old shawl from a hook she wrapped it around her and ran like a deer through the woodhouse door to the snowy yard hank was proudly driving in the gate he sat in a smart shiny cutter with a warm fur rug over his knees and in front of him trotted a dainty high-stepping bay mare flecked with white as if she had dashed foam from her lips over her chest and sides tilda jane gave a glad cry and running up threw her arms round the neck of the gratified animal perletta after one long look lunged into the woodhouse got two rosy-cheeked apples and putting them in her palm went out again and offered them to the new member of the family hank had sprung out 
and was beginning to unharness his face was aglow with satisfaction and he listened contentedly to tilda jane's purring remarks near the ear of the graceful milkweed perletta silently fed the apples then as the mare tossed her head and whinnied pleadingly she laughed and went into the house for more when at last milkweed was unharnessed hank said to her step into the barn beauty and see your new home milkweed followed him like a dog behind her was a small procession consisting of tilda jane perletta the two dogs and some tame pigeons who came waddling in with their eyes fixed on the corn barrel the jersey cow turned her head as they entered the barn and threw a benevolent glance at the mare who was to be her companion more than any other creatures for they occupied neighboring stalls the hens in the poultry house next door hearing an unusual commotion lifted up their voices in joyful anticipation of their evening meal i guess i'll git something for their crops remarked perletta in her uncouth yet kind fashion and she went lumbering toward the house to prepare their warm cornmeal supper what a joyful family we are exclaimed tilda jane gleefully you and me and perletta and the dogs and the cow and milkweed and the pigeons and the poor little sparrows she added in conclusion here little beggars let me give you something to stay you before the cold night comes as she spoke she dipped a quart measure deep in the corn barrel and threw the cracked kernels out in the yard the pigeons got the larger pieces the sparrows the smaller ones and all ate in peace and harmony folks tell me sparrows are bad said tilda jane and so they are for i saw them driving away the wild birds from the melancon's garden but ours don't fight the wild birds for we've had their nests all summer you stuff them said hank kindly they don't need to fight when there's enough for all and we don't have as many grubs on our trees as our neighbors do continued tilda jane i see the sparrows eating them sparrows eat some kind of worms said hank i've heard they were imported to destroy the looping caterpillars which used to devour the american lindens but they would not eat the hairy caterpillars and our native birds would i'm afraid your friend the sparrow is a pretty big nuisance tilda the question is how to get rid of him he's here to stay i guess i say sissy i'm powerful glad to get this mare back i know you are hank she said as she restored the dipper to the barrel i just can figure to myself how you feel suppose someone had had gippy away from me a whole year hank burst out laughing and threw a comical glance at the little dog who was stretching out his head sniffing violently and trying to make his nose do duty for his other senses 
i ain't had one minute's peace since i had to give her up said hank pausing in his operation of giving milkweed a good rub down and turning his red face toward tilda jane who stood peering at him from the folds of the shawl and wrapping her head and shoulders every hour of the day i had her before me was she overdriven and whipped when she was tired did that fellow scream at her and make her stand round she my beauty that never had a cross word it's cruel hard to have to give up an animal said tilda jane with a shudder it takes me back to my asylum days when i ran away to save gippy from being taken from me and picking up the little animal she cuddled him in her shawl i asked that fellow if he found milkweed smart and bright said hank indignantly and what do you think he said why not a bit ahead of other horses she the quickest horse wit in the old pine tree state what do you think she did just now when i was coming down wisconnet hill i don't know hank said tilda jane softly why she stopped short and turned to one side the bit had parted in her mouth and the lines were slipping through my hands any other horse would have run i never had such an accident before but she stood just like a lamb what did you do hank i jumped out pretty lively ran to her head and led her to the harness store then do you mind sissy the time she got loose in that hotel barn at the old moss glen inn yes i mind said tilda jane and at the mention of the inn a shadow passed over her face but tell me again hank it was mighty shrewd in her said hank stopping his work and wiping the perspiration from his face i was sick that night and had to hurry into the inn i forgot to warn mrs minley's man that milkweed would untie every knot except one particular kind of course her teeth was soon busy with his knot and in the morning he found her loose in the corner of the barn where mrs minley who was as untidy in her barn as she was tidy in her house had stored a lot of barbed wire some old ploughs some poultry netting and a few farm tools thrown in promiscuous there stood milkweed feet fast and before her an open door and before the open door a field of oats now any other horse would have plunged but she stood like a rock waiting for me to come the man yelled for me and it took the two of us to get her out and i had to cut some of the barbed wire with shears the dear horsey murmured tilda jane then she said bitterly when mrs minley tried to send me back to the asylum as i was running away from it she played a scampish trick on a poor orphan i must tell you what i heard about her the other day said hank with a chuckle shows how your sin does chase you and catch up with you in this world we both know mrs minley had no kind feelings in trying to send you back 
to the asylum she wanted to stand in with that mrs grannis who had a mortgage on her house when she came spanking up to the inn with mrs grannis and found you'd run away again the lady she was so dead set on pleasing turned on her and said you fooled me then she got nasty about the mortgage and mrs minley had to sell out she's cook somewhere in bangor now why hank ejaculated tilda jane you surprise me and what became of mrs minley's good sister the one who gave me a helping hand in running away she married the hired man and lives on a place his father left him near the moss glen station where i passed that woeful night in the woods said tilda jane hugging gippie a little closer oh hank what performances i've had yes you have had considerable for a young one replied hank thoughtfully i guess you took out a kind of accident policy stand over milkweed well i'm taking solid comfort in knowing ruth ann married said tilda jane heartily i knew she'd like to cause she said in a kind of piney way that she'd never had no i mean any offer she warn't what you call a rarin tearin beauty said hank dispassionately tilda jane looked distressed don't make fun of her hank i don't want to laugh at her she was good to me all the same she looked like a graven image with a wispy hank of hair curled tight at the back of it well i guess she was a good cook if i couldn't get a beauty and a cook in one i'd take the cook if she was as homely as a gridiron that reminds me said tilda jane we are going to have hot cakes tonight i must go and show perletta how to make them tilda called hank as she was running away after a last caress of milkweed i left that harness outside thinking i'd take it in the house and clean it it will make a mess in your shipshape kitchen but you'll not fuss i guess fuss no you can't do it out here or in the woodhouse you'd freeze but must you do it tonight i could wait till tomorrow i want to run out a few minutes this evening right after supper said tilda jane and i'd like to help you so if you wait till tomorrow i'll do it tonight said hank promptly handling harness ain't fit work for your small-sized hands now if that elephant there wants to help me and he nodded in the direction of the house and perletta she'd jump at it said tilda jane gaily and it's hard to get her work for the evening if she's idle she's sassy i mean saucy i'm glad she don't want to trot the streets said hank if she did we'd have to get a block and tackle to fetch her home now run along in sissy your teeth are chattering tilda jane and the dog scampered to the house and soon the little girl's face was as red as fire as she bent over the kitchen stove it seemed as if hank could not leave his newly obtained treasure that night he kept altering the straps 
of the gay striped rug he had bought for her he fussed with the fodder and only when the supper bell rang long and lustily for the second time could he tear himself away from her with an affectionate caress of her beautiful head her eloquent eyes followed him he knew as he went to the stable door though the whole barn had become dusky in the gathering twilight my land he ejaculated warmly there's nothing but solid satisfaction to be got out of the friendship of a horse that critter is as content to be back as i am to have her i know by the way she mumbled my sleeve and my shoulder what a tasty smell and his nostrils dilated delightedly as he entered the house end of chapter four recording by john brandon